Welcome to Real College Talk. I'm Morgan Heath-Powers. And I'm Nikhil Nambury. The Real College Talk podcast is your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversations. Our mission is to deliver real advice and true stories to make your post-graduation decision truly your own. Our motto, keep it real. Here to keep it real with us is Jason Yunsung or YT Lu. Jason, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Jason Liu, well, the is Yunsung, and I'm more than happy to, hear, to be here with Nikhil to talk about my college application process. Yeah, Jason, uh, where, where are you from? How'd you get connected with Real College Talk? Um, so long story short, I'm actually from Tainan, Taiwan, which is the southern part of Taiwan, where it's more like a countryside compared to Taipei. And how I get connected with Real College Talk. So basically, I met with Nikhil when, we're, when we went to the same high school. And as a four, all four years of high school, we met each other pretty much on the golf team for my freshman year. And we both were on the varsity team for straight four years. And then it was not until my senior year when I, well, I guess it's the second semester of my junior year when I actually moved in with Nikhil because I, all these four years of my high school, I lived with different host families. And then it just happened that there's an opportunity for me to move in with Nikhil. So I, that's when, so second semester of my junior year and the entire year of senior year is when I really get connected and be like really close with the Nambu's family. Yeah, and we loved having you with us, always a part of our family. Um, so yeah, so Jason got got connected with Real College Talk by way of kind of being forced into it by me. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, he's currently at the uh, at Indiana University in Bloomington studying business analytics. Is that right? Uh, so I'm actually I actually got in for business management, but I'm thinking about doing a co major of business analytics as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, well, Jason mentioned earlier that he's from Tainan uh, in Taiwan, and um, so you came here as a freshman. Is that right? Yeah, I came here as a freshman. Um, yeah. I mean, you want me to talk about a little background of how? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how'd you get how'd you get over to the U.S.? Why did you decide to study internationally? What was that process like? Um. So. It all started with my uncle, because I, I had a cousin actually studying in America a year before me, and it was my uncle's son. And then my uncle was like, hey, we got this opportunity in Oregon if you want to come. And then I was like, and he's like, you know, this is kind of a lifetime decision. I know I was only 15 when I was making this decision, but it's kind of those stuff that where you just have to go for it. So, I mean, obviously I was really nervous and my parents were nervous, especially my mom. You know, I was having a hard time living her little, 15 year old son go abroad by himself. But um, I mean, yeah, and that's how I got to uh, Blanchard Catholic High School, which is in Salem, Oregon. And then I get in touch with all these people. And I mean, I was supposed to enter the high school as a sophomore, but then, because back then when I was, a, when I first came to America, my English was not good as at all. Like I wouldn't, I would be sitting here and having full on conversation with the kill. So, but my cousin is really good in English and he was starting a freshman, he's a year younger than me. And then, so I decided to just move down one grade, start as a freshman in high school. And then, you know, it not, it not only makes my transcript looks like better as a full, like four years of high school in, in Oregon, but it also just gives me an extra year to, for me to practice more English and then just throw myself on that with more people. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and you were talking about how it was difficult leaving home and for your parents to let you go. What was it like making that transition to the U.S., not having a solid English background at all and getting to the place where you can carry on full conversations, you're writing essays for college applications, and where you're primarily communicating in English you know, for most of the day? Yeah, um, I, I say it's definitely one of the toughest thing, toughest thing I've ever like you know experienced in my life because again, coming when I was fifteen, coming from a non English speaking country, and especially my parents don't speak English at all. Like I only went to a little school in English, which didn't really help me much. So I mean, it was definitely tough. Like you know, transition from reading all four Mandarin Chinese texts to all of a sudden English in like two three months. And then, I mean, I was just, I was having a hard time when I was a freshman, for sure. Like, you know, it was difficult for me to do all the assignments and how to just read books where I find the answers. But I would say definitely one tip I, I would give for international students or just students in general is that, you know, always ask questions when you have questions. Like, you know, you're like, I've been the teacher a lot, but even over these four years, and but like, you know, teachers always love you, and then so just don't don't be afraid and just throw yourself out there, and especially try to make a lot of conversation with a lot of like you know just English speaking people like myself. I try to connect with a lot of people around me, and especially English speaking people, because I don't want to confine myself in the little circle where it kind of like limits me on my process of learning English. So throwing myself out there is definitely the key thing that I did. And I mean, it was definitely tough. Like freshman, sophomore year wasn't really great years for me because you know I was still scared, I was hesitant. But entering into junior and senior year, I started to talk to way more people than I usually did. And then just found out that hey, I mean, people are friendly. They they won't bite you. So yeah, so like, and you start yeah. just just started making more friends. Yeah, and that's really important that you talk about that because I think then here at Real College Talk we like to keep it real with some stuff and you know when it comes to international students it can be pretty common for there to be some form of isolation where the international students almost operate separately from the uh, domestic students in a high school and it's not necessarily intentional on either side but it does exist there is a little bit of a gap and um, I know that can be kind of difficult when you're in a different country and you're trying to um, you know experience the culture of the new country without, you know, losing sight of your own culture and your own values and all of that. So um, what was what was it like kind of towing that line between, um, you know, fighting that isolation and still being able to retain parts of yourself? What was it like? Um, I mean, again, I would say it's really hard um, because obviously you'll find comfort like i find comfort when i talk to people like i still have friends speaking in chinese going to a bunch of catholic and then i you know you definitely find comfort talking to them because you're speaking the language i, I was speaking the language i grew up with so yeah it's kind of it that kind of gives you the comfort where it leads you to just stay in that little circle that i was talking about and then you just you know you know you kind of tell yourself okay if i find comfort around this chinese speaking people or your same language speaking people, why do I have to throw myself out there? But then you literally realize that, you know, at least for me, my purpose of studying in America is to get connected and just, you know, improve on my English so that I kind of give myself pressure, good pressures 
just to force myself to talk to more people. I mean, you know, conversation doesn't form unless you start talking. You know, maybe those foreigners, like to me, like you know, the Americans, and then like my my classmates, maybe they're like hesitant of talking to me as well because they probably think, okay, if I start a conversation with Jason, what if Jason doesn't understand what I'm talking about? And there's just that like awkward. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. So like they're hesitating as well. Yeah. So a lot of times maybe think about taking the first step. I mean, I'm, I know I was talking about, I'm talking about this, but I mean, I just, I'm a freshman in college and I'm still having a little bit of problem fighting yeah. that little, in, little like myself inside, you know, like it's kind of hard, but it's kind of the thing where you start it and you get a little bit more confidence because, you know, you reach out to 10 people, you'll probably make like two to three friends. Yeah. And those two to three friends probably, whether they get close to you or not, it gives you confidence. And then yeah. when you start getting more and more confidence, you're more outgoing, you're making more friends, you know? And don't limit yourself of making certain friends. Make all kinds of friends. Like, yeah. just making friends in general is good, right? Get yeah. connected is the best thing. Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned what it's like in, in college as well, because, you know, as an international student, it's probably 10 times, uh, like, as an international student coming into high school in America, it's probably 10 times harder. But even for me and for a lot of first-year college students, it can be really hard taking that step to establish those relationships, making that connection. And I'm sure a lot of international students can relate with you in saying that thing is just completely heightened when there's the language barrier. And so um, I know a lot of people were really impressed with you, with how you took the step, moved forward, and got connected with a lot of people and built some really solid relationships. Um, and you know, ended up bringing you into our family, which is something we're very thankful for. And, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, I hope it made uh, your last two years of high school much more enjoyable than your first two. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely did. Like, I mean, this is offside track, but, like, we definitely had great time spending time with each other, you know. Like, we still play on the golf team, and that's when Anish, Nikhil's older brother, like, the second semester of my junior year, Anish's older brother was still in high school. Uh, as a senior and you know all three of us just practice golf together and you know mess around with each other and we go to state for golf and i mean it was a lot of great time together and yeah the family i mean helped me a lot on the college education as well yeah and that provides an awesome transition into what the college application process was like you were in our home for pretty much the entirety of the process you said second semester of junior year that's when things really picked up um I'm sure you remember that it could, it was definitely stressful at times, just all the way around for everyone in the house, um, because it can be a huge, huge stress just making a decision that's going to impact the rest of your life. Um, what was your thought process in selecting colleges? Like, what kind of criteria were you looking for um, on where you would want to spend the next four years of your life? Okay, um, so I mean. The most like the first step I took approach on selecting college is make the amount of college I want to apply for. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, through assistance from like Nikhil's mom, Nikhil's dad and some schools like teachers, I, I mean, some like foreign, like some formal talkers probably talk about this already, but for myself, I still said like, you know, at least three like safe school, three target school, and then three dream schools. And mm -hmm. You know, really, because take take just take your time to do some like 
deep research, you know, whatever website you use, any kind of website, any bit of information helps. And then I wouldn't, like, I would start as early as possible, like, you know, maybe the second semester of your junior year, even the beginning of your junior year, just start looking at some information. Like, you don't have to set goals when you, like, when yeah. you're a junior, but, like, just think about, you know, what major you want to be in. And yeah. maybe in demographic wise, like, where, or geography wise, like where in America do you want to be in? Like, does that weather fits you well? I mean, have you visited the place before and you like the place? Just something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what, like, what factored into your decision with choosing Indiana University? Um, so obviously, like I said, like I applied to a lot of colleges. And then I, I'm actually like we talked about this, and I'm business manager, like a major. I always wanted to be a businessman ever since I was little. Okay. So I just really look into schools that has, that has really good business programs. And when all the uh, college admission came out, and obviously I had half the schools I didn't get in, including yeah. like, pretty much all the dream schools and some target schools. But then I came to notice that Indiana has offered me an admission and then it's a direct admission into their Catholic business school as well. Mm -hmm. So I started doing, I mean, I researched a little bit, but I started doing some even more detailed research about Indiana and how the school's business functions and how their history is, was. And then, so I eventually flew myself from Portland or from Oregon to Indiana and visit myself on campus in April. And I think this is a very, crucial thing to do a college visit. And I would say probably do it like, you know, all after the college admission came out, because by then you will have an idea of what, which college is your top three choice. I mean, this applies to me, it doesn't apply to everybody, but I think this, what I did helped me a lot. But visiting college, like I did, you know, I scheduled business tour, like an all campus, like a tour that tours you all around the campus. I shadow with a business student. I sit in a class with him. I got in touch with him. So you really, I really feel the vibe of how, you know, what is like, what is it like to take a class in Indiana and what's the weather like? What are people, how are people here? And I feel like that's like the most important part that you have to do for your, when you're selecting college, because you, you will like a place where you enter it and you just absolutely hate it. Or just feel like, okay, this does not fit me well. Why do I yeah. choose this college? So I would like I would say definitely you know once you made the decision once your top three came out just you know pay a little bit of money think about it as an investment and just go visit the colleges because if you really think about it this decision will affect at least the rest of the four years of your life unless you transfer out but I mean once you if you made a right decision then you don't have to worry about transferring that transferring this right so it just saves yeah. a lot of problem yeah. And I totally agree with that. It's a it's a really valuable investment to make there. Um, so you're at Indiana now, and uh, you're looking towards your next four years there. Um, what about after uh, college? Uh, are you planning on staying in the U.S., moving back to Taiwan, doing something internationally? What kind of job are you planning on pursuing? What's what's the plan? Um, what's the plan? Um, so I would say after college, there's two two routes I'm gonna take. That can take one is either if I still have the desire to pursue higher education, maybe I'll look for MBA schools, you know, and all over the country as well. I don't have to do MBA in Indiana University, 
you know, and right. then they'll probably have a lot of choices. But that is one of the route, like you just continue doing, um, pursue higher education. And the other one is probably do something which is called OPT, which is stands for optional particle training. And this is a specific visa program for international students when they, after they graduate from college. And basically it gives you, I think I could be wrong, but a one year visa for you to work in a company in America for a year. So you gain more experience in like workforces. And then after that, maybe I'll go back to Taiwan because eventually I want to work with my dad. He has a business with my uncle and which is super cool to get to fly around all over the world and get to just meet with clients and things like that. But I mean, overall, you know, so we're talking about college, we're talking about MBA. I just really want to get a lot of experience in America because that's, you know, really why, why I'm here because I, none of my family is actually like experienced, um, you know, like the deep, like Western world, what Western world is like. And, you know, my parents didn't, didn't even go to college. So this yeah. is like a big step for sort of like our family. You know, I'm the first generation in college. I mean, my father's in college as well, but we're both first generation in college. And me and my cousin, my cousin and I were basically the first, like, in our family that came to America to, you know, to study abroad. And these are very, like, um, valuable experiences. And, you know, and we're, we were really lucky that our family can provide us the opportunity to study abroad. So I want to get as like many experiences I can, you know, whether do internships in America or do volunteer, like all kinds of stuff, so I can gain a lot of experience in America. That's awesome. Okay, one last question that we usually ask um, is what advice would you give your freshman self before you were, like when you were in high school? I'm going to flip that a little bit. Um, once you're done giving advice to your freshman self, could you give some advice to some fellow international students that might be out there listening who are just entering high school in the United States? Okay. So to my freshman, to my high school freshman self, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. So to my high school freshman self, um, I will say to me, I give myself credit for being really brave to study abroad. Yeah. Because um, even I think about it now, I thought it was kind of crazy. And, but, I mean, I, and then just really throw myself out there, like I talked about a couple of minutes ago, because I was a shy guy and I didn't talk to a lot of people, didn't make a lot of friends when I was a freshman, because again, I'm afraid, I'm scared. I don't know how, how to talk to people and my English ability was not as good as right now at all. And then I just want to tell the freshman self, um, don't be scared, don't be afraid. And it, you don't lose anything if you fail. And it's through failure so that you learn your lessons where you need to improve on. A lot of times people recognize their strength, but they don't recognize their weakness. And yeah. even now I'm still discovering my weakness on how I can yeah. on, you know, all aspects of my life, how to make friends, how I behave, how I talk to people. And weakness is the thing that people often really ignore like your self weaknesses and I'm just really, I'll tell my freshman self in high school and tell a freshman me in college to work a lot more on improving my weaknesses and just, mm, I don't like, yeah, just like improve myself. Yeah, but, cool. and, and yeah, yeah, continue. Yeah, my bad. What about other international students? 
Okay, so functional social students. Um, I know it is very hard to enter a country maybe never been before. This is your first time in America or you haven't decided where you would go to study abroad. I wouldn't say, you know, just don't limit yourself to like, first limit yourself to like a certain country unless, I mean, you absolutely love the country, then go for it. But when you're making the decision, you're going to be hesitating and maybe you're making it right now. You're like me, a 15-year-old myself, or even a senior me when I'm choosing college, you're thinking about, okay, whether this fits me or not, and what if I fail? What if that happened? What if this happened? You know, what if I don't fit in the culture? What if I don't make any friends? What if I get bullied? And I just want to say, you know, you this what ifs really limits where you're going. Like you've never tried it, you've never done this before, and why don't you give it a shot? Like. It's not until you actually experience through it, you actually go in the places you want, you actually do the stuff you want, that you learn, hey, you're capable of this. Like yeah. if you ask the 15-year-old Jason, hey, you're going to be in IU studying business in the Kelly School of Business. Like I would say that's like completely impossible because I was scared. That's probably like a lot of people, a lot of international students. I had no way thinking i was no way like thinking about i'm gonna study college and get in a decent business school that i do has like there's no way so that you know even now i th i think about it the whole process of transitioning from taiwan to america to now at iu i still think it's kind of unbelievable that i'm actually capable of making this far and yeah. you know just don't i mean downness is always in me, in my mind, I always doubt myself, question my capability. But you know, just give it a give it a chance. Try it. You know, you'll yeah. maybe you'll be surprised by how well you can do in high school, in college, abroad. Yeah, and like you said, questioning yourself took you from being a 15 year old in a foreign country, not knowing very much of the language, to um, your senior year. Gosh, you were giving speeches in front of the Salem Chamber of Commerce and speaking in front of the entire school for your salutatorian address and now studying business at one of the top-ranked business schools in the country. And that's just that kind of growth, just you look back on it and it just seems insane that it got that far, but that could be anyone. That could be any international student, any domestic student, um, just allowing yourself those opportunities can really take you super far. And I know it's been really inspirational for me personally. It's told me to kind of get outside of my comfort zone when I got complacent. And um, I hope that everybody in our audience can take that uh, out of Jason's message. Thank you so much for hopping on, Jason. I really appreciate you taking your time for me. I know you're busy. Um, you're missing probably some good Sunday night football games. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, so thank you, Jason, and everyone, please make sure to get connected with Jason at, uh, your Instagram is D-Y-T-L-I-U, is that yep. correct? D-Y-T-L-I-U. Um, yep. And uh, make sure to get connected with Real College Talk. We're on Spotify, YouTube, and seven other podcast platforms. You can get connected with all of those through our Anchor page. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe and follow all of our platforms. Follow us on Real College Talk on Instagram. We have um, some exciting new content coming out very soon. 
and make sure to get connected with uh, Morgan at Morgs two underscores A N N E and myself at Nikhil N I K H I L dot B N. Our um, personal accounts are going to have a lot of content. Thank you so much for tuning in. And that's a wrap to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our mission is to deliver insights and advice that will empower you to jumpstart your life in high school, college, your career, and beyond. But the real talk doesn't stop here. To spread the message of Real College Talk, share this episode with someone who you know could benefit from it. Keep the conversation going and reach out to realcollegetalk101 at gmail.com to let us know what topics and guests you hope to hear from next. Hey, Nikhil, did you know we're on seven podcasting platforms? Are you for real? <laughs> we always keep it real here at ICT. To catch our real talk, listen on Spotify, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit anchor.fm slash talk for more options. Wait, Morgan, you're forgetting one more thing. Oh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at realcollegetalk. We love featuring our guests and connecting with listeners like you. In the meantime, keep it real. Keep it real.